You all right, bud? I'm good. You look a little... Look a little what? I'm low in the water. Oh, I don't feel low in the water. Spiritually, I don't. But I, I'm low in the water energy. Okay. Well, you blew it all yesterday, huh? You Just, were spinning. I had what? to make I had to make the rounds, and uh, you know, if I'm going to give a report on the fishing trap, yeah, knowing that John as well would tell a story, right. and that my to... words needed to be succinct and very clear and passionate, I just made the rounds and told everyone. Very simply, I caught a bigger fish than John. <laughs> I think that's good. Because that is what is true. Well, it is true. Yes. Whatever the heck kind it was of fish a it fish. was. It was a fish one and it of was God's, big. One of God's creatures. It was a trash fish. It was a diaper with A fins. diaper that God made. I hear that it was the rare as a albino unicorn yes. fish, you know. It has bug eyes. It's, it's big. Like, I pulled the thing in, and John started praying. <laughs> I, what's that mean? <laughs> yeah, but Kate, that's not the only fish you caught, Craig. I sent it to the abyss. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> many, many fish were well, caught. Well, the point Slate. was I made the rounds and, uh, you know, got my story out first. Good, good. And, uh, hey, welcome to the Ransom Heart Podcast. Mm. Um, you're listening to John and Stacy Eldridge. Welcome back, hun. Thanks. So glad to be here. Yay. And Craig McConnell. We were talking about a fishing trip Craig and I took last weekend in which, yes, he did catch the biggest fish. Much bigger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so but, let it be known. So let it be written. You know what? I concede that. It was the bigger fish. It was a diaper with fins, but <laughs> it's uh, – it's a, called a white fish, which in the trout fishing world is scorned. Because, well, it's not a trout. It's not a trout. It's not even a carp. It's like lower than. So I'm thinking that in the male world, you have just earned like a year's worth of um, what? Stuff to rib each other about? Oh, exactly. I have Don't the get up- us going. I have the upper hand. <laughs> Don't get because, us going here. Yeah. All right. What we want to talk about today. Reeling it back in. Oh, wow. We wanted to let you um, know on today's podcast that we have just released a new or revised or updated version of Wild at Heart and Captivating this month. Uh, Barely in time for Mother's Day, but certainly in time for Father's Day. We... um, we just wanted to go back and and walk through those books again and um, give us an opportunity to clean up some things that may have confused people, mm-hmm. um, add some thoughts, uh, new introduction, an epilogue. Um, and so we wanted to clarify because you're going to see them out there and they've got a new cover look. Um, we think it's a pretty classy look for both books. Hmm. And so – there's a new Wild at Heart and a new Captivating out this month and and a new audio book for Wild at Heart as well. So we thought we'd just talk a little bit about that and let folks know what those are and what our experience was doing it. Yeah, well, and there's a new audio version for Captivating as well. Yes, thank you. Revised and expanded. Thank you. See? Very good. So you're going through the books, just looking for new edits and any changes. What was that like for the two of you to go through the material, read it again after how many years now? Gosh, I hadn't read it for some years, Uh really. And um, it was really neat to do it, Craig, because I was doing it also with the eyes of what God has done Mm. through these books is just Mm. 
is stunning. I'm I'm speechless about it. But just the stories that we have heard of mm-hmm. God's revealing mm. who He really is to His beloved, and and women coming into more healing and freedom, mm. and mm. being released to to be happy and mm. enjoy who who God enjoys them to be, and and then to bring this life. You know, the whole the whole Isaiah sixty one ministry of Jesus the coming to heal the brokenhearted and set the captives free. And he's doing it. He's using these books. So it was just holy ground. It's just awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was It was good. It, and I had forgotten. I'm like, wow. John and I co-wrote it. Mm-hmm. Really, it's 50-50. So when I say I loved it, I'm not just singing my own praises here because there's good stuff in there. And plus, it was neat to um, – to get to bring more to it mm. because God has done more healing, profound mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. in my life that I get I got to write about and add or um, really wanted to make it available and more clear for people how to enter the kingdom of God mm. if they weren't Christians already. So mm-hmm. salvation mm-hmm. prayer and just I mean just got to do a lot of you know, not a ton, but mm-hmm. some neat things. Hmm. It was remarkable to go back through. We we wrote captivating Five years ago, six years ago, and I hadn't read it since. I mean, life goes on, right? Uh-huh. And, and you know, you move on to another project or a conference or you know, just life. And it was so good to go back and reread it and say, "Oh my goodness, this is a great book." It, um, you know, we wrote some new introductory thoughts and and added an epilogue that we didn't have a chance to write last time. Kind of where do I go from here? But actually, in the richness of the content, um, it blew me away how mm. how beautiful, profound, good it is. Mm-hmm. And then, Wild at Heart, I went through very, very deeply because when we first released Wild at Heart, I did not record the audio book. Um, it was just a busy time in our lives, and what often publishers do is they simply hire a studio talent, good guy, and mm-hmm. he came in and he read the book. But in over the years, a number of men have said, gosh, I, I really would love to have heard your voice. Your, yes. you know, These are your stories. And, and so because we made changes in the new book and um, just one of the things I want to do is kind of clarify some of the theological issues that I mm-hmm. think people have sort of tripped over. Whoa, what do you mean by God is wild? And and say a little bit more about gender. Really? Mm-hmm. Is that really deep, eternal, innate, or just mm-hmm. kind of socially constructed? And where did you get your theology on that? And, mm-hmm. you know, so going through there on different things, um, spiritual warfare, the good heart. And so because there was enough new content it gave us an opportunity to go back and redo the audiobook. And this time I wanted to record it. And it was absolutely stunning to me. I mean, I'm just day after day I'm reading carefully, you know, the manuscript and and recording it. And it it ministered to me. Mm. I mean, there's just stuff in there I forgot. Mm. So here's what I want to say. First, if you have read Wild at Heart or Captivating, and it's been a few years, you are going to be absolutely blown away the next time through. We really encourage you, go through it again or pick up the new edition, better yet, and go through it. You're going to be blown away. There were things in there that I thought I knew as a younger man. I mean, this is 10 years now. I wrote Wild at Heart 10 years ago. There are things that I thought I understood, but 10 years of water under the bridge, battles, 
you know, walking with men, I went, oh, my goodness, this is profound stuff, really rich. Wow. So I, I think that's kind of my first thought uh-huh. is um, go through it again. If it's been a while and if you're kind of new to the ransomed heart orbit and you haven't had the opportunity to read Wild at Heart or Captivating, really, really encourage you to do it. God will meet you there in some very profound ways. John and Stacy, you talk about uh, the effect the books had, and if if you were to reread it again, it blow you away. In, w- in what ways? What do? You, how do you think for those who've never heard of the book or haven't read it? What effect do you think this book would you love to see it have? What, what well, has it had? Well, let me okay. Let me just jump in right away because what I was what I was so stunned by was the overwhelming power of diminishment. When I read Captivating again this time. Um, it was just such a rich experience of, oh, my goodness, a woman, a woman really is a stunning thing. I mean, Eve is this breathtaking, remarkable, powerful, life-giving, rich, deep treasure of God. And there's just something about life and the day-to-day and the, you know, this wears you down, mm-hmm. right? It just wears you down and you forget the richness mm-hmm. of the dignity of a woman and a man, you know, mm-hmm. going through Wild at Heart. So mm-hmm. my reaction to Captivating was I forgot. Mm-hmm. I forgot what a treasure Eve is. Yeah, I'd have to just echo that, the depth of the image bearer mm-hmm. and the, the beauty of that, the power of what a woman brings. I didn't reread Wild at Heart, so <laughs> that's in my future. Um, yeah. For a woman to come to more fully know who she is in Christ, how beloved, how precious, that it's really true, it does change your life. It does. And the healing that's available. I mean, when we wrote while at heart 10 years ago and then captivating five or six years ago, we had experienced a profound amount of healing and we wanted to tell people this is available Mm -hmm. as a man, as Mm -hmm. a woman. There really is deep and substantial healing available. Our experience going through it this time was, whoa, we've had so much more since then. Interesting. The gospel restores, folks. That's the point. The gospel restored. There is restoration is at the heart of the gospel. I'm going to take my originally good creation, God says, and I'm going to restore it, you know, in my image. And so there was almost kind of a smile on my face as I'm reading through the books again going, yep, yep, that was all true. And there's more. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and, that's so and good. And there's more. <laughs> and then my experience going back through Wild at Heart was, okay, I teach this stuff. (laughs) I mean, I am as close to this, I think, as anybody, certainly in this ministry and in this, you know, particular orbit here of Ransomed Heart. You know, I wrote it. I teach it. And yet I was just stunned at the masculine journey, the core issues of a man's soul, his, his wounding. Those are so deep and eternal themes. They are so utterly universal that um, men need to hear this and they need to hear it again. We have this horrible, horrible, horrible effect of living in a culture like we do with, you know, Facebook and instant messaging and texting and Twittering. And um, we have 
a barrage of information that comes across our consciousness every day and as we want it, when we want it. You know, I can get the news when I want it, as I want it. I can get the weather when I want it, as I want it. I can, you know, check in on friends, my kids. Okay. The problem with that is, is it gives you the impression that simply because you now have a piece of information, you understand. Mm. We, we don't have a culture of wisdom. We have a culture of information. Mm. And my experience going back through Wild at Heart was, oh, my goodness. The deep eternal truths of God, and in this case, as it pertains to a man's soul, this is something to be revisited again and again and again. You think you know, and you partly do, but there's more. There's more, and there were things I needed to be reminded of. I mean, I'm reading the book, and it's ministering to me. As I'm recording it in the studio, it's Uh ministering to me, and God's using it in my life. So that was my experience, was just how... Um, profoundly true, how deep. Um, okay, so let me give you an analogy. We Back during the Christmas season, we had an opportunity to drop by the home that we raised the boys in, who we sold to some friends. After we moved out, it was our first house with the boys, and, and it was a small house. And finally, as they got older in the teenage years, they just were bouncing off the walls and we needed a little more room. So we sold this little house and moved into a bigger house. Anyway, we had an occasion to go back and and visit the house in which they grew up in and in the front yard. And Blaine and Luke were with me and it was like, what? (laughs) That front yard that used to be, I mean, we used to play tag in that front yard and now they could cross it in four strides. (laughs) You know, and they're looking at it going, really, really? And then we went inside and there were the famous steps, you know, upon which the boys would get back on the landing and come running and jump off into my arms below. And and, and just they just couldn't believe it. And I was afraid. You know how this goes. You, you go back to certain times or places in your past and it's not what you thought it was. Yeah. And um, I was afraid that that was going to happen reading Wild at Heart. It's like, yeah, it was really, really profound then. And and the effect was actually it was more true, mm. it was more profound. You know, the, it it wasn't that the yard was suddenly smaller, the steps were shorter. It was oh no, this is all as rich, and beautiful, and more so. So, what we wanted to say, uh, we wanted to let our friends know there's a new and revised edition of Wild at Heart out with a new cover that's really beautiful, and a new and revised edition of Captivating out. Um, one of the things we were able to include in those as well were some of the things on the healing of our sexuality that we've learned mm-hmm. since writing those books and even prayers uh, for the healing of our sexuality. So there's just great stuff in there. Those are available on our website now and great gifts, um, certainly a, a wonderful opportunity to go back through it yourself. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and then um, there's a new audio for a captivating audiobook that's read by Stacy and me. And then I had a chance to go back and record the Wild at Heart audiobook since I didn't get to do that the first time. And I just think it's going to be a really, really rich experience, um, certainly for those who have never had a chance to get into those messages yet. But you will be amazed, friends, how how powerful it is to go back through it again. So, Is the audiobook available now? Yeah. They'll be on our website at ransomedheart.com and, and also available in your Local bookstores. I'm getting one. Yeah. It's really good. 